Oh, yeah, you're ready for the Yagit. I knew it was coming at some point. But, like, I know you're also, like, trying to figure it out. And sometimes, instead of doing that, you <laughs> bullshit around. Because I also am a procrastinator. <laughs> I'm like, why would I do what I'm supposed to do? Exactly. Brat behavior. Okay. Oh, wait. It's spooky. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, first and foremost, I'm going to lay a grip. <laughs> it's not going to be a nightmare on my street. It's not, Nothing that's going to make me, like, throw my headphones <laughs> off loud or scary. I'm not going to scream. <laughs> I had to look at you because I don't believe you sometimes. I, I didn't even blink when I said that. That's how you know I mean it. My eyes are watering because I have to blink because I mean it. Yeah, just, that nothing, just nothing that, that, that'll piss me off, alright? It's spooky season. Oh my god, I need to watch The Crow tonight. It's Devil's Night. Ooh, mischief. Yeah, I know. Sam and I are going to go fucking clown around. I'm excited. Oh. Okay. Ready? Yes. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I started to panic because I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are literally closed. <laughs> I'm so glad that like the, begin- the start of the episode banks on me being able to hold my shit together. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeet. 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 Welcome. Welcome to apparently the spooky episode Ooh. of the High Heels podcast. Welcome! Spooky season high heels! Welcome. Yeah, it is the day before Halloween. Yeah, Devil's, it's Devil's Night. Night. Yeah, bud! Devil's Night. Ooh. I'm Sarah, by the way. I'm Emily. Boom, we, we did, did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's no. been a hot fucking minute, guys. It's been a while. Oh, shit. But no, uh, that the- was the song. Oh, that was the song. Okay. Oh my god, I've been trying for weeks. I just recently went on a birthday trip to Chicago. Oh it was the fucking greatest trip I've ever been on in my life. Yeah, it was. Welcome back. Um, now that you're you. back, I am gone. Yeah, but um, I was at a bar and. I couldn't. I was. Ta- I was also telling my coworker this, and I couldn't fucking remember what song it was. But it, that song, it's been a while. Came out on the bar at like the last bar I went to in Chicago, and like the bartender and I were just like dying, laughing at just <laughs> butt rock. <laughs> it's the just butt shite rock of that song. Yeah. My <laughs> God, uh. I only sing that song ironically. Oh my god, I'm so glad you did that, because now I, now I know! That's what I'm here for. Uh I am here to remind you of awful things. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That is my job as a human being in general. Same. But, uh, but no, Uh but, um, so yeah, uh, have we said this is a wrestling podcast? Hey, this is a wrestling podcast. It's a, we're wrestler. Well, no, we're not wrestlers. We're We're wrestling enthusiasts. We keep getting asked if we're wrestlers, which is kind of funny. Like, and we always, like, look at each other, and we're like, is this One it? day. <laughs> we're like... 
I'm crossing like, are, our fingers. I'm like, is are you like is someone looking for a wrestler? Is this is this our glow moment? Because I mean, like, Hi. I can be. <laughs> you could throw me around. Uh. I mean, because I I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about what my wrestling Being name would be. Around, saying. <laughs> <laughs> I still have been thinking about it since that one date I went on, and you know, I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing: it banks on me being able to use a specific song for my entrance music. Ooh, okay. What is the specific song? Okay, the song by Iron Tom, "Bold Like Elijah." So my name would be Sarah Elijah, and then that song would come on, and then like boom, like that. People I feel like that's really like, cool. ah, yeah. that'd be dope as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's clearly, I put some t- thought into this. But again, it banks on me having the rights to a very specific song that I will never have the rights to. I know, but maybe Tony Khan would like to buy it for us. My, my Tony Tan. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, I feel like mine would be, I can't decide what if I was gonna, like what my fucking entrance music would be. If it was like a, you know, a song I could pay for. Yeah. But, oof. I don't know, I'll have to think about that one. Because there's a couple, but it, like, it really depends. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, of course, like, that's only, like, once, if I, like, had any song. Because mm-hmm. yes. that's just, like, because one time that song came out, I was like, that'd be a good entrance song. What? Okay, if you could have any song, what would it be? Ooh. Probably Psycho Killer. That's a good song. I would I would be screaming that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but no. What about you? Oh God! Like I'm looking through my on repeat on Spotify. You know, some of them. Maybe like the Pretender by Foo Fighters is a good one. Like I've been. That's the only Foo Fighter song that I like. Um, or this. I might do, like, She by Green Day, because I fucking love that one. And it's got a good beat, and I can, like... <laughs> that fits my, like, asshole vibe. No, that would be good. But, I don't know. It would really depend. But, um... I mean, I got to hear some great fucking entrance music That's when I was in Chicago. That's what got me thinking about it. It's because, like, we, uh... When you FaceTimed me and we watched all that independent wrestling, mm-hmm. and then when, well, I mean, we rewatched the yeah. the show the other night. I was just like, wow, all these people have like really good entrance songs. Yeah, like somebody used the fucking uh, Lauren Hill and the Fugees. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. So when I was in Chicago, uh, like mid October, October twenty second, uh, I went to Freelance Wrestling's uh, like pay per view, which was thank you Bowie. Uh, Killer Clowns from Logan Square. Which is a huge growth on your part, because she does not do clowns. I don't do clowns, but... I um, thought that was going to be a deal breaker. I did too, but then, like, it was, like, very enjoyable. It was in Logan Square, uh, in Chicago. It was, like, where they hold proms. (laughs) (laughs) There was, like... It was just bare wood fucking wrestling ring. Like, super hard hitting. It was... I it w- I felt so at home. <laughs> it was like a just a scrappy fucking place, and like the vibe was all there, but um, it was great. And I Facetimed Sarah for like the first half. Well, yeah, cause like you texted me, you were like, "I wish you were here." I was like, jokingly said, "Facetime me," hoping that you would actually Facetime. And me. I was like, and then Bet. you did. I said, "Fuck yeah, man!" Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. And then of course. 
I did not know this until after the fact, but she had me muted. So <laughs> I'm just sitting muted. here just on turned, the couch. I turned the volume down because I knew I wasn't going to be able to hear her. And, like, I didn't want it to, like, feedback into it somehow, honestly. It literally was no, like, it wasn't, like, a slight. I know, but I was just, now I feel like a fool because I was sitting on the couch screaming full volume. No, but like, I could, cheering I could for see. cheering the heels. But I could see like, who you were cheering for. <laughs> and so, like, I would comment, like, and I would be like, okay, like, I would, like you'd be cheering for the heel. And I'd be like, stop being such a fucking mark. Like, <laughs> But no, it was... The heels were good, though, bud. The heels were fantastic. Like, you know me, like, I I just want to root for somebody. Like, and if it ends up being a heel at this point, like, I'm like, all right, dope. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be, like, the right kind of heel. Um, See, that's how I feel, like, about faces. Like, Effie, I felt okay oh, cheering for because... my God. It was Let's talk like about if Effie. I were, <laughs> if I were a male wrestler... I, I would love, be Effie. I love Effie. Effie is actually, like, uh, a gay fucking wrestler mm-hmm. who comes out to Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. He has a full studded hot pink leather jacket, fishnets. fishnets. He has a bl- Currently, Ugh. he has a blonde mullet. I'm just and so obsessed. Huge fan. Like Effie, if you hear this, I fucking love, love you. Like, I, I literally lost my voice... Um, for all, like four days after this wrestling show, I lost it within the first like twenty minutes. I honestly <laughs> thought that I was gonna be cheering for his opponent until he came out, and I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "All right, over. this this West dude, he seems like kind of like he seemed." I said he's like a Poly Shore wrestler <laughs> in the way he looks with like his hair. My cousin Vinny. Yeah, but then like Effie's music started, and everyone knew who it was, and I went into this knowing nothing because mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to, I just want to like walk into a wrestling show and experience it like. Like, I, like, I'm walking into a city I've never been to before, which I was literally doing. But, um, and, like, everyone got their phone with their lights out, and when we were watching the commentary, <laughs> one of the guys was like, oh, here's daddy, and I lost it, because I, I literally, like, said on the FaceTime, I was like, oh my god, daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> it was just so great. Like, oh my god, I hope we get a chance, because he travels, I was checking out he, his Instagram. He's going to Atlanta in a bit. He so fucking like, goes with GCW. He fought mm-hmm. Matt Cardona. Oh. But, and I was really close to like where, so I was on a uh, hard camera right turnbuckle. If you if you, you were looking at like where it would be. And great fucking spot to just stand. But I was near where, like, all of them were lining up after the show, and I was just so nervous to go up and be like, hey, that was sick as hell! It was such a cool match. It was such a cool match. Like, Well, I I mean, everybody did such a great job. Like, there was that one guy, uh, the short-haired heel with the long pants that, like, did the thing where he lifted the guy up, rolled him down on his stomach, and then lifted him up again with his legs. Oh, yeah. He did this, like, three times. Oh, yeah, he had was, like, a, a fucking pinwheel. Frank with him. He was, Frank, yeah, he the was, clown, well, he was, was his, uh... He was one of the... He was really fucking good, man. That was hilarious to Real see Frank God. the Clown. <laughs> and the fact that our birthdays are so close is kind of scary. I love that. <laughs> But uh, they had, like, a scramble match, which had the only girl who competed that night. Um, mostly because, like, everyone kept getting low-key injured. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, again, that's why I'm like, there was only one. Ch- there was only one chick there. Well, that's the other thing that makes me think I can't wrestle anymore because those guys were hardcore. Those guys, yeah, like it was, it was intense. Like in the first match, like one of the guys, like it took him a little bit to leave the ring. Like they had to come and make sure he was okay. And that was, just, and that was like right before I started facetiming her because I was like, this dude is taking a hot minute. I hope he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> but um. I don't know. There's a girl who got hit by a water bottle <laughs> in the face. And then, didn't you she find her on social media? Freelance. She put it. She like was recording. I like completely like the moment it happened. She was recording on Instagram and ended up posting it. And freelance like like reposted it, it on their story. And I was dead ass laughing. <laughs> but um. Yeah, Trevor Outlaw is a full asshole heel. His shirt showed that just was a picture of his, like, suspended Twitter account. <laughs> but that last match with uh, Craig Mitchell was great because Craig did, like, a... He's a big, big guy. And he did, like, a full, like, uh, backflip press, like, shooting star press. And it was fantastic. And that's how we won the fucking match. Ooh, what was that? Oh, I mean... I mean, this is news from yesterday. I didn't that I missed because I've been garbage and have not been able to keep up with wrestling. Oh, news. girl, you're all right. But uh, but hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh no. That's really upsetting. That's sad. Oh my god. He learned the news a few months ago. He'll be undergoing. Okay, so this says Friday, but it doesn't say which Friday. So. Uh, if it was yesterday, I hope his surgery went well. If it's next Friday, I hope it goes well. We wish him the best. Yeah, damn. Yeah, holy shit. Well, and like it was right above another with a... Oh, shit, dog. What? Jim Ross is planning to open a cannabis farm in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That'd be dope. For real. Oh my god, could you imagine? We're gonna he stop could there have a, on the way to a combination barbecue cannabis place because he has his barbecue restaurant. True. Damn. He really could do it all. Good for him. Good for him. Well, and I hope he's doing well too. Yeah, considering he just announced that he also has skin cancer. Yeah. Like, fuck, everyone just stop it. Stop it. Remember your sunscreen. Men, remember to get your butthole checked at the doctor. I know it's embarrassing, but you gotta do it, okay? (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Anyway, back to wrestling. (laughs) Oh, no, but the, the the Chicago show was a blast. Um, if you're in Chicago, check out any of the freelance wrestling. They have a pay-per-view coming up, which was dope. It was like a $20 ticket, and it was worth every... Well, and you said, like, if you hadn't have gotten it ahead of time, you wouldn't have been able to go, because it sold out. Yeah, it sold out. Um, There there was a... I just want to say, this is what I learned to love about Chicago, is that nobody gives a fuck there, and it was, like, a cash bar, clearly, and this group of men 
bought a case of Modelo. Oh, and like, <laughs> mind you, you can clearly see these men like in the recording. Yeah, like, they're in the corner, uh, like <laughs> top corner. Can't miss them. Just a bunch of bros just having the best time of their I'm life. I'm sure if you look at some point, you'll see one of them carrying the case over, <laughs> and he was like holding it up and like pumping it up, and I was and I was just double fisting my PBRs, being like, "This is great. I'm having a great fucking then time." Then I was just sitting at home trying some new some new weed but it was hilarious because i could see you smoking while i was watching (laughs) wrestling and i was like fuck god i wish i could be smoking right now but i couldn't oh my god did you ever show me those screenshots that you took uh yeah i did i just didn't send them to you i'll send them to you because it's like i also got screenshots but it's like i mean mine were like Mine are literally just it's, you. Mine They're is not... like the wrestling and then my face being like, what? And then mine's just like you <laughs> smoking a bowl and with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> just another typical just another Thursday. But no, uh, do we have any... There's been a lot of new wrestling news, so I'm going to let you start off with some. Well, I mean, I, uh... What I have mainly is uh, that, uh... Can I say, uh, enough times... Wyndham Rotunda <laughs> Rotunda uh, <laughs> Oh my god But uh, uh But no, uh, he's officially a free agent. Oh my Nobody's god. doing jack shit with him. Oh my gosh. Yet. So Yet. So well, what I heard I've Hollywood seen, wants him. So I've seen what I yeah, so what I've seen William Rotunda, aka the artist formerly known as Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend in WWE is now a free agent. Yesterday, October 29th, his non-compete clause expired. And he's been teasing us. Here's the thing. (laughs) 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 Was that me or was that a ghost? It was me. Um, (laughs) Bernard, um, I'm ready for his tell-all Mm-hmm. Like, I want him to spill so, the tea. Boil the beans. So, funny enough you say that. <gasps> we're recording this Saturday, October 30th at about 5.40 in the afternoon. Two hours ago, or four hours ago, Ringside News gave, put out an article called Exclusive Internal Opinion that why it deserved to be fired oh yeah by i was reading about that yeah and so then he responded a couple hours later with, with the, the rock, eye rolling with the yeah. rock rolling his eyes and then he says now that we have johnny and bruce's opinion i would like to share mine soon and it's like okay here we go but from what i've seen and this is going through instagram and twitter and all the hashtags because i'm just a fucking freak um or a fiend <laughs> but, uh, Bray was seen in like the Hollywood like Warner Brothers studio lots with the guy who created his original fiend mask and like worked on all that stuff and mm-hmm. reports are maybe he's gonna go like a Hollywood route and maybe like somebody's like bought into like a story or something but also this is coming from like Sean Ross Sapp that he said that he's definitely not going to impact yeah which goes against uh, oh, a lot I'm so I knew sorry. it I fucking knew it was gonna happen I'm not drinking soda you know what I might be lactose intolerant can I say that last time <laughs> We no, about I said it. I was nervous. 
Um, anyway, which, so no, he's him working. not going to Impact goes against a lot of what everybody has said. Well, for that's the, the thing. That's what I've been saying. I said, don't listen to everything on the internet. There's a lot of shit on the internet that you can't believe. Because there's just, everybody's speculating. Everybody just saying, well, this is what I think. And it's a lot of dudes just jerking themselves off, really. Just, like, hoping they're right. And don't get me wrong. We do the same thing. But. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different. Because we're girls. No. Um, it's different because. We're quieter about it. <laughs> I want to use quieter as a word. You're right. Just... I just yelled into the microphone. That was <laughs> yeah, really quiet. You, you drop kicked it a couple minutes ago. <laughs> okay. That was the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So the interesting thing is, um, so friend and I were talking about it. And he mentioned that he hadn't taken WWE out of his name yet. And that was like. He did couple, that today, though. That was a couple days before the non-compete went up and i was like listen some of them just it takes them a while but so it happened sometime this it happened the day he was really uh, the day the contract was released and so it went to windham six and i know we were just you were just being a (laughs) you were talking shit on people who speculate but Puts on speculation cap. Puts on speculation cap. So it's Wyndham Six, and there's nobody who in the Dark Order who has claimed the number six yet. Okay, Granted, here's the thing, though. It, it's big speculation. Granted, even Coney Tan has said that in he, multiple interviews, I would like to, to speak with him. I am interested in speaking with him. I think he's a cool person, but the, as far as he has said, and again, he could just be blowing the smoke up our asses. He honestly could. As far could. as we know, they have not been in contact with each other. Uh, yeah, as far as we know. But well, so we don't know anything. Um, this is, once again, everything's being speculated. But it seems whatever is going to happen, it's going to be the cult of Wyndham, cult with a K, and Here's I... the thing, with the six, I'm like, damn devil. I am devil. Just so excited. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, I'm just like, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Obviously, he's ready to spill the tea, and I'm ready to sit there and listen and just absorb. <laughs> I want it... I hope it's like... If it's a book... Fine, that'd be cool. I'll read it, but I would prefer it not I, be a book because I don't want to read a book. I would honestly, <laughs> I honestly wish he would sit down with like a podcast or somebody, like somebody he knows, and be like, "We're gonna or record Bray. this." I'm gonna, I literally Bray. Hi Bray, if you're listening, or anyone who's close to Bray, if you're listening. I know. We are two unprofessional podcasters. Unconventional, conventionists. <laughs> <laughs> but no. That would be cool. I think it'd be cool to hear it from his own words and his own voice and be like, I, it's like, dude, I just want to hear your, I just want to hear the story. Cause it's like, I'm not going to believe WWE cause they fuck over everyone. I know. And as a person who has been called difficult for no reason in the past, multiple people have been called difficult for no reason in the past. I'm not quick to believe the the difficult backstage stories. Not everyone stories. can be difficult. Like, maybe yeah. it's just one of those, you're the asshole, and yeah. you don't want to admit it. There's a certain point where you have to think, am I the asshole? And trust me, I have had to think that on multiple occasions. Yeah. 
Usually I am. Sorry. Like, sometimes you have to stop and look at the man in the mirror. Ask him to change his ways? Yeah. I hated that. You're welcome. No! <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, that's pretty much been, like, the biggest news wrestling story mm-hmm. of the last week was everybody just, like, the countdown, because, you know, it was one of those, he tweeted, like, two more days, and it's one of those, it's just, like, the anticipation is killing me, and... <gasps> On Thursday, like, I'm not gonna lie, all I can think of was, like, the song from Les Mis, one day more, Literally, I, like, another day, that. another destiny. <laughs> I feel I'm like, like yeah. I said that. <laughs> but, Yeah. I'm, I'm no, super I excited. I hope Jean Valjean finds his new finds his new spot. And if it happens, so be it. On Wednesday when we're at AEW, I mean, I I would literally cry. I would literally, I would, I would probably kill myself. That'd be the best day of my life. <laughs> let's not let's not get crazy. Well, let's, no, figuratively, I wouldn't really yeah. like. Maybe It'd definitely be a great out of body experience. That, yeah, that's just, for sure. It's gonna be like I will be like the crying CM Punk guy, but I will be the crying Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda lady. Uh. <laughs> I turned away. You couldn't hear it. <laughs> I could still hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you can still hear me. That's why we have all these listeners. People are into that. Someone, Ew, I hate sick that. Uh, Ew, I hope that's not true. Um, <laughs> too late. You manifested it. Thanks. No, but I just uh, put it out there. I didn't manifest it. But no, what else? Like, I don't really know anything else in like wrestling news. Do you have anything in like wrestling news? I mean, that was really the biggest thing. Um, I saw that apparently. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez had a dark match on SmackDown. Oh, let's. She faced Tony Storm. So that's I mean, cool. let's Here's talk about. Well, that was gonna be. Okay. My rant. Okay, we'll save it. So we can. Well, it's really gonna be more of a discussion because yeah. I have. We'll put it's more of in. like a Sarah's thought, thought process. <laughs> thought. I have a lot of feelings. I wish I could. Make a little cake full of unicorns and rainbows or whatever oh, the gross. fuck that crying girl from another school says. Yeah, she doesn't even go here, so yeah. who cares? But nah. So I basically, that just means like, I hope she's headed for the main roster. She should be headed for the main roster. But We'll discuss it in a bit. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, I mean, what else has happened since we've recorded last? Do you want to talk about... There's not a lot that happened in Crown Jewel, so we don't have to talk about it. Unless you want to talk about the Hell in a Cell. The Hell in a Cell was great. Lady Ref Jess, first ever female referee in Saudi Arabia, first ever female referee in a Hell in a Cell. That's, yeah. Uh, Making history. Making history, kicking ass. That was a great fucking match to begin the um, pay-per-view on, too. Well, and she was, she's was she been getting recognition from, like, so many people. Like, like a, edge, a retired, edge. well, uh, a retired referee, like... Aww. Gave her a specific, a particular shout out, and he was like, I don't know, Aww. it was really cool. But no, that was a great match. <laughs> really, the only one I watched. 
Um, Bianca had a cool moment where she lifted up Sasha with one arm. That I was saw really that. cool. Yeah. Um, I like how Becky won. I know not a lot of people like how she won, but I don't like that she won. We can talk about that. Mm-hmm. We can talk about, and honestly, I heard that's why Charlotte was mad, was about the whole uh, belt exchange process. Yeah, that whole, sh- that whole thing is, it's hard it, to tell where, where the line is. Where the line is, because I think it's crossed the line at this point. I think the... The fake heat turned to real heat, and now I think well, people everybody's are Everybody's making comments about her, and she's just... Uh, here, I found an article mm-hmm. that was written today. This was on Wrestling News Co. Ooh. See, I'm branching out, bitches! You can't see, but my bun is flopping! Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah. She just tweeted the gif of, uh... Oh, my God. This gif. It's just... Like, I heard a rumor! I heard a rumor! Oh, Charlotte tweeted that? Yeah. Nice. It's like... So, again, this just goes back to the... All the speculation. I don't trust all these people backstage. It feels very, like... Oh, my God. Like, old-timey like court like kings and queens bullshit you know what I mean like I don't like this person we gotta get this person out of court gotta make the king mad at this person yeah I don't know but you could tell that it also like filtered over to the AEW side over of it when like Andrade Alidolo was on Mm -hmm. and everybody was doing the flair woo obviously well I mean like I mean, some of the speculations were uh, <laughs> were that she should like that that she was trying to get out of her contract, and I'm just like, I mean, she she doesn't really. Why would she? Why want she to? get out of the? Yeah, she's champion. Why she's would she champion. want to get out of the contract? Fox just put up a fuck ton of money because they wanted to make sure she was on SmackDown. Yeah, I'm like. Why none of it makes any sense. And I'm now like, that everyone's pretty much dropped her father, she's the only one really mm-hmm. with the name who anyone cares about at this point. Oh, and she still uses the woo. She I mean at least she did last smack last week's SmackDown. I don't watch last night's SmackDown yet. I'm not surprised that she's gonna use it. Mm. It'd be I mean hard people to are stop. still doing it. That's the thing. It's like the yes chant. Exactly. People are not going to stop doing it, so you can't really control the crowd. Yeah. It's one of those, I think it's like, Brian has said, you know, I can't do it, but I can't stop anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's very the shrug emoji. Eh. I don't know. Uh... But, I don't know. What a, what a nice... <gasps> oh, wait! No, there are some other things to be excited about Go for from it. Crown Jewel. The whole reason to call it the crown is because we have a new king of the ring, Xavier Woods! I would just like to say... I love being proved wrong! I would just like to say, I was in Chicago doing my thing, and I get a text from Sarah. 
And it said, like, did you see <laughs> what happened? And I was like, okay, obviously this is about wrestling. I was very vague because I didn't want to say too much in case she hadn't seen anything. And I hadn't. So I went to Twitter and I saw what was trending. And I just went, knew it. <laughs> and I'm just like, It was on my birthday, too. And I love it because I was like, that's I all was I could so say. adamant last time about, like, it's going to be him. As much, like, just fucking do it. Just believe in him. Well, no, and I said multiple times last time, I said, I want this to happen. I just, I believed in him. I didn't believe in WWE. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Like. But I'm really happy that, once again, I was right on both of my predictions. Well, I mean, we knew that. We knew uh, that we knew Zelina, Zelina was, was going to win. There's Even no way they would Dewdrop, give it to Drop. Dewdrop put up a good fight. But there's no way they'd give it to her. Well, I mean, now that she's separated from Eva Marie, I hope that they're able to evolve on her character more. I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'd because like I her mean, to be renamed. Because, I mean, I would like for her to go back to being Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. Granted, we never watched NXT UK, so I haven't seen a lot of her stuff before she came over to the main roster. Yeah. But from what I've heard, she's incredible. So I'm really excited to see what she could do. I wish that the Queen's Crown Tournament could have been more of a pushing off point for more of the uh, coming up superstars like Tony Storm mm-hmm. and Dewdrop. Even though this was a big opportunity for Zelina. So I don't want to take away from that. No. So Definitely not. She deserves it. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those definitely room for growth moments on... The company's end, but yeah. what are you going to do about that? They have a lot of room for growth in the women's division, so. I'm still mad about the tag team thing. We, yeah. like, brushed on it last week. Yeah. And so that's why I didn't make it my rant for this week, but I'm just like, fucking A, man. I think I, I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw somebody tweeting about how, like, WWE used to be like the pinnacle for women and now it's just they treat them like garbage Mm -hmm. but it's like and the unfortunate thing is it's like there are some women that they do a good job of because I was thinking about this when we were watching Raw on Monday because I was like wow they've done a really good job in the way that they've booked Bianca for the most part like in the long run after like did I appreciate the 26 second match with Becky at SummerSlam no but no the did. aftermath of it has been, like, I've been okay with the aftermath. Like, it's kind of made up for it. I'm still mad, but I'm not as mad. But, like, then you look at Tony Storm's booking. Where is she? Working dark matches with Raquel Gonzalez. Working, like, she had a minute and a half match in the Queen's Crown Tournament bullshit like and she's an incredible wrestler i loved watching her in nxt r.i.p nxt i know well and like i was i had to watch it without the sound today yeah i saw you while we were watching uh it's like dynamite i was like and she's also, got shitty nxt on well shitty nxt with shitty closed captions shout out to hulu for not like i feel so bad for people who actually rely on closed captions when it comes to our wrestling shows. Like, the 
The follow-up is so awful. Hulu, it doesn't make sense. Hulu does captions so dirty. It's so horrible. It's so terrible. horrible. I've also noticed on other shows that they also edit their captions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They'll, like, change it up. They'll, they'll paraphrase. They'll not use the correct words. But they'll, it's like, not just Hulu. Everybody does that. Yeah, they won't Netflix use... Netflix does it, too. Yeah. Company, stop... Stop trying to, like, take cuss words. Stop trying to censor your captions because you're literally doing a disservice. It's like you're because not people, helping anyone. No. And how rude is it to you to think that you can censor somebody who literally cannot hear or has trouble hearing and you're censoring what they are understanding? Like, how fucking dare you? Like, oh, that also, shit gets while me we're heated. at it, instead of saying speaks native language when someone is speaking a foreign language just give me the fucking closed captions for it you've got the technology google translate is right there literally i hate it it's like when oscar and io shirai and like anyone in any different language it's so offensive it's like hi hello this is 2021 we have these things called computers and smartphones and technology like we could instantly translate it so we don't feel like assholes here's the thing if the joke is supposed to be that like you're not supposed to understand what's being said it's not funny then well no then say speaks like unclearly or like whispers inaudibly or something like that like make it like part of like the the plot or something don't make it i don't know laughing at race isn't funny yeah laughing at race is definitely not funny i don't know and wwe has a terrible track record with that fun fact Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That was a... Not a lighter note. Um, so, uh, Dolphin, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, they won their first match in ten months on Monday. Yeah, so... And then immediately lost. Yeah! (laughs) But shout out to my dirty dogs! But I get up again. You know, they're gonna drink a whiskey drink, they're gonna drink a vodka drink, and they're gonna drink a lager drink and a cider drink, and then they're gonna go to Dolph's comedy tour right after, baby! I saw that his brother was doing stand-up on the Jarrah Cruise. I love that so much. I genuinely love that. Like, honestly, if Dolph is ever doing a comedy show in our town, we need to go. I've heard he's hilarious. I mean, he's hilarious in WWE, so I'm sure he's stand-ups. I feel like if we went to a Dolph Ziggler comedy show, you would just be trying so hard to get as close as you could. I would just be like, can we, like, not sit front row, but, like, that table right there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like trying to be like hey dog no i would be like so chill i would just be like you'd be the chillest one and then he'd like see you and be like her i want her yeah i would like not be res- like trying not to heckle and then i'd end up getting heckled <laughs> by him but that's usually how it goes that when i go to comedy shows i'm a pretty easy heckle yeah, that's just me normally. I'm a pretty fucking easy heckle. Yeah, man. Ugh. But no. Uh, that's all I have for WWE. Um, yeah, I was about to say, the brands have officially switched now that Crown, Crown Jewel is over. So, like, everyone's on the respective sides. I will say that I didn't... 
Raw was I, I did enjoy really Raw. enjoyable I, for the I first time I text Emily when I watched it, and I was like, bro, like, thank God they put KO over here. Like, KO Finn, was so great. And Seth. Like, that whole open where they were, Ray. like, measuring dicks, saying, well, you know what, Kevin's what titles like, I've had. Uh, He's like, I want to play, too. I was like, Kevin, that's why I like you, buddy. Yeah, everyone was like, I want to play this game. And Seth was like, motherfucker. He's like, I'm going to more than you, Cruella well, I mean, Deville. That was a great line. But the fact that, like, I mean, it was a great main event match. Like, they all did incredible, and I loved watching match. it. But I was like, I knew that Seth was going to get it. Well, obviously. It's one and of those, he's like, he's going to do it. We all know. Yeah. But, I mean, it was Biggie enjoyable. versus Seth is going to be great. It's going to be great. But um, AEW was great. Oh, my God. We that just, just dude, that just made me realize something. Like, it, that is a huge, like, oh, how the turning tables moment. Because way back in the day, when John Huber was still on, like, the roster, and Biggie was jobbing for Seth Rollins, and then John Huber was like, don't give up. And now Seth Rollins is about to fucking count the lights for Biggie, and that just makes me want to cry, man. That is so fucking beautiful. Not to play Debo's advocate, oh. is he going to count the lights Yeah, he's going to count the fucking lights for Biggie. Are you going to make sure? Are you going to make sure those shoulders are down? Because Vince likes to keep those shoulders up. I will write the strongest worded leather. Leather? Leather letter. I will Michelle Pfeiffer the shit out of those motherfuckers. Hot. Holy fuck. Benar. I just have a lot of feelings. I just, I just I think it. that's great. I think it's beautiful. I get it. I'm just so happy for him. I'm happy for all the new day. Like, Kofi's gonna have a baby. Xavier's king Kofi's of the Kofi's having ring. a baby? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter the other day. His wife is like... <laughs> respectfully respectfully you know she's pregnant big yeah she's pregnant big i mean she looked gorgeous of course I, I mean it would take me too long to find the picture but like y'all if y'all care you'll find it she's beautiful i'm happy for them good for them they have a beautiful family Aww. but i know i'm a huge new day fan who'd have thought <laughs> When we first got into WWE, <laughs> granted, we all did. Okay, we um, all, we, that's because we, when we start. Okay. This is why we didn't like them. It was because, when, like you we said, when watching. we started, it was in 2015 when New Day first came out. And when they first came out with New Day, they didn't have control of the characters. So it wasn't right yet. It wasn't, like, fully evolved. The more we watched it, the more they evolved. And so we were like, hey, we like the changes. We like, now that you are, like, putting your own flavor into it, now it's good. Why do I look like Charlie Day right now? You really look like conspiracy theorists. Charlie Day. I'm just... Gesturing into the void. But no, it just shows that, like, Vince McMahon doesn't always know what's right. Ain't that the truth? Because, I mean, come on, like, the trombone was Xavier Woods' idea. I hate us. I hate us so fucking much. Oh my god. Oh my god, and we got the little Xavier Woods, even though I went to Target again the other day looking for the China one, and now Xavier is on clearance. What? Yeah. They should mock him up. I know. I'm like, 
do you not know he's king of the fucking ring now? Like, Rude. So disrespectful. Unless now they're going to have a king of the ring one. That uh, would be cool. That'd be smart. King Woods. <laughs> this is an audio. <laughs> like, I don't know why we always make faces. Yeah, right. One day, one day. One day I'll set up a camera and we'll do a core recording while we record. Okay. <laughs> but, no, AEW is great this week. CM Punk and Bobby Fish had a great match. God, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Fish. Um, Again, I'm a big fan of Bobby's. But, no, I'm just getting fucking pumped because we're going to get Orange CM Cassidy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. I'm God, just so, so fucking mad, giddy about this Wednesday. I know. We're getting to see Orange Cassidy versus motherfucking John Moxley. Oh, it's going to be so great. We're going to see, um, what else are we going to see? We see uh, Anna J versus like Jamie Hader in the quarterfinal match. That'll be that'll be a good fucking match. Um, We'll probably see Adam Cole, baby. Hopefully, Um, Eddie Kingston. Fucking. I'm so sorry. They're they're setting it up. I know we didn't watch Rampage from last night, but from what I've heard, they're setting it up for Eddie versus CM Punk. That'll be great. And. Oh my god. That would be really great. Oh my god, I love Eddie Kingston. That brings me back to like Is who's gonna beat CM Punk? Literally, he's still undefeated. Because I'm like, I I know you love Eddie, but I don't wanna I don't think I don't know if it I don't know if I don't wanna say anything because I mean let's I mean, roll back the tape, kids. I've been wrong before. I mean, literally, literally last episode, I was talking about how Mandy Rhodes doesn't have a fucking championship, and now look at her. She's fucking NXT Women's Champion. We'll talk about that in a bit. (laughs) Color me wrong. No, but what I am surprised is they had Cody finally win against Malachi Black, and then at the end of Dynamite, he cut this big old promo. I don't know if you're awake for it. Hold on. I know, you're reading your Snapple fact. What is it? Tell us. I need a light. <laughs> oh, okay. What a, okay. Dog's sense of hearing is more than ten times more acute than a human's. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But then why is it Bowie always barks and there's nothing there? Why is it that when I say mouse, he goes to the window <laughs> when, when it's he, over on the other side of the room? Or when you say mouse... They're just laying there sleeping. Or I just yell and point and they just look. <laughs> They're like, excuse me? Do you need something? But no, uh, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I did fall asleep, so I did not hear the end of that. Oh, like. Cody Rose just cut a... It was like... It was kind of like a promo, but kind of not. And he just like kind of went out and started talking about... You know the kind of person he is and he, he, he talked you know like my brother's on like a hall of fame caliber and you know my dad you know even if i could live to 300 years old i would never have like the you know the cultural impact like my father did mm-hmm. and so he pretty much was cock went out and was it was really cool but he was he literally said i will never turn god damn it that's annoying he said i won't He's like, and, he, and he's like, and I'm sorry, but he's like, I just won't turn. Which, I get it. That makes sense. 
but um, and that's when like Andrade that leaves room for Dustin too. Yeah, that also that came that led to the Andrade Idolo and the Malachi coming and joining forces and then Pac coming out, which was I saw Pac coming out hilarious. Yeah, so Pac ran out, kicked the shit out of him, threw Malachi out, and then in a big fuck you moment, did Malachi's like signature like sitting pose and then he flipped, flipped him, him off. off and I think that heat was real because they had like the TV guys holding them back I'm just, like people like you're like oh shit they're like stop him stop him stop him I'm just my last note for dynamite is I am excited for Wednesday I'm just really excited to be there and feel like the energy of the oh. room and to like actually see all this Madness in real life. I mean, really, it's just gonna be so incredibly fun. I'm so excited to scream for so many people. I'm ready to lose my voice. I can't wait to no sell Jericho. Like, ugh. I can't wait to hard sell Jericho. Just screaming. Mark the fuck out for Jericho. I'm just gonna mark the fuck out for the singing part. <laughs> um, we will have like a sign. We're gonna throw it up. We just gotta. We have. Say, to, we just have to make it. We I was gonna say, who's it. gonna make the sign? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna tell say. Tell me, tell me what you wanted to say, and I can make it tomorrow. I've got time tomorrow. I mean, I feel. And then I can just keep it in my back seat. Yeah. We're just gonna have to do like a handoff. <laughs> That's the issue. What do you mean? A handoff. To boy to get it on hard camera. Oh. Well, yeah. tell him when to meet us. Yeah, I know. I get we'll off work at five. I'll be able to be at the event center around like 5.15, 5.20. Traffic is always really shitty. People yeah. don't know how to drive. God knows 91. when he'll show up. He showed up to Raleigh. <laughs> Sorry for calling you out. <laughs> God, I wish we showed up to Raleigh. <laughs> I wish we showed up to Raleigh. <laughs> I mean, That's we what I'm did. Saying. We could have just like left him here and then just showed up late. If only we'd have known. If only we'd have known. <laughs> that too. But, um... Hindsight's twenty twenty. am I right? Yeah. This time's gonna be better. This time's gonna be so much fun. If anything, I'm just gonna be tired and stoned. It's like, when am I not? That's Facts. me right now, kids. Facts. But no. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like, yeah, this is just all leading up to full gear, which happens later in the month. So, it's... I feel like it's wind down time for one company and then the other one's like starting the wind up so it's interesting Mm -hmm. but there's a lot going on and I suspect in the next week or two there'll be a lot more (laughs) oh yeah for sure but especially now that it's like the new brand switch on WWE it's like clean slate so it's like we really don't have anything to talk about because they're starting brand new and like well and again we didn't get a chance to watch last night's Smackdown true there's just I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I shouldn't be complaining. Like, my my cup overfloweth with wrestling product. And I feel overwhelmed. There's just, yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) At least, my excuse now is like, well, I can't watch AEW unless I'm over here. True. So, so, I can only watch Raw and SmackDown. If they put SmackDown up. Can we talk about how that wasn't put up until fucking Tuesday? And we all know why. Or no, wait. It was Wednesday. Because I tweeted about it Tuesday night. Jesus. But yeah, it's pretty much just because they had to edit it for yeah. everything that happened between Charlotte and uh, Becky. Which, I mean, the end was just like, 
did they? What did they edit out? Apparently, it didn't even seem that bad. From what I saw, there was like a. What they edited out was like. I I'm not even a hundred percent on what happened because I don't think anyone is unless you were there and like saw it live. But apparently, like. Becky wanted to have a moment with both the belts, and then Charlie wouldn't. Charlotte wouldn't give it to her. Uh huh. And then there was a whole like. They were kind of just like being like dicks to each other moment, and I think they edited it out in order to make Becky look better, from what I've understood. But also, who fucking knows? Because well, I, I mean, feel the like whole they're, situation they're was very childish. Yeah, everything. Like, about everything it. that was shown on SmackDown was childish. Yeah. I but. mean, both of them didn't look good. Yeah, I was gonna say if Charlotte. I'm, if we're gonna be, be honest, both of them didn't look good. Charlotte should not be the only one getting heat, but that's none of my business. Yeah, they're just gonna give. They're just gonna give it all to Charlotte because Becky came back and everybody wants to be on her dick. But that's just me. I mean, listen, I like. I like Becky more than I like Charlotte. True. That's where I stand on that. That being said, I mean, treat them both equally. Yeah. Like, I like Becky, but you're also coming back after a long time. Like, you kind of... I feel like you have to, like, rebuild the, your own hype. You can't just come in on full hype after being I don't know. She kind of has. You can? Because here's the thing. People have been chanting her name. Oh, they've been like, chanting her Like, she was from... trending, like, for pay-per-views before she showed up at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying it's not, like, warranted, but it's also one of those that's like, okay, don't... Fr- like... You could, be a you little could, bit more humble. Be yeah, don't be a fucking cocky asshole. Like a hundred percent. But then at the same time, both she and Charlotte are heels. Oh yeah. And so it was just a heel versus again, big old bra measuring contest. Yeah. Pretty much. But I don't know. It's like it's interesting. I don't know. But Oof. Um I'm gonna get a little bit more coffee real quick. Okay. But then do you want to wow me? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I'm so excited! Vamp, in the meantime. Boop, boop. And we're back. All right. We're sweet. We got the team. We can't... Nope. We can't do that cheer. <laughs> Probably not. No. But are you ready to be wowed? I was born ready I was born identity ready. I was born supremacy ready. I was born... What are the other ones? You're asking me. I don't know. I never saw any of them. I don't like Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) What's your wow? This week's wow is somebody (laughs) who... (laughs) How is it, Drummond? I mean, her husband's a pretty famous wrestler as well. Not saying that she isn't. Um, but, uh, in the news recently, she is officially signed to a new, um, not new promotion, but new as in she's not signed with them before for the first time in a long time. Granted, she's not wrestling. She's producing now, but, um, our wow this week is another, none other than, uh, April Jeanette Mendez, otherwise known as AJ, AJ. Lee. Ba, 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 oh my god, she's part of one of my favorite WrestleMania moments. Which one? Um, it. We're still going. It's okay. the match between uh, Sheamus and uh, Daniel Bryanson. Yep, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I love that. Like, yeah. it, I'm not even a Sheamus fan. <laughs> 
Not like, not like Emily here. Shut up! <laughs> I am not. She keeps putting these fucking words in my mouth. <laughs> anyway, so AJ Lee, otherwise known as April Jeanette, um, she was born in March 19th. She's a Pisces. Ooh. 1987. She's from New Jersey. All right, Jersey. A little Jersey girl. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, she grew up in kind of like a lower class Puerto Rican family, um, and she's uh, talked about how her family struggled with like poverty, mental illness, drug addiction, you know, the big three that happen mm-hmm. for a lot of people. And um, her main inspiration into becoming a wrestler is because her brother watched a lot of WWE, and her biggest inspiration... Um, for a f- like female wrestler, um, when she was 12 years old, was Lita. Lita was her favorite Sick. female wrestler. And so um, she graduated high school in 2005. She went, she tried to go to NYU. Uh, been there. I tried to go. It's so fucking expensive. And she ended up having to drop out because of it. Um, her brother signed up for the army. Yeah. But, um, so she dropped out and committed to full-time wrestling as soon as she dropped out. Like, imagine that. Like, she's, like, 19, 18, 19. Um, and so she started working full-time in order so she could afford, like, wrestling lessons and wrestling ring time. Mm-hmm. And so since her brother was in the Army, that's when she started wearing a lot of camouflage in, like, support of him. That's fair. Um, and then at 20 years old, she was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which happens her mom has it like yeah. all that stuff and apparently she went she went through it she had some bad times but like she came out the other side fucking stronger ready to wrestle good for her we love a bad bitch no that's truly inspiring like but yeah she's a huge mental health advocate like which is great to like see um especially in the business of wrestling oh yeah so, um, in 2007, she enrolled in a wrestling school close to her home, uh, where she was trained by Jay Lethal, who is currently signed to Ring of Honor, which, we didn't mention this, but Ring of Honor's g- going through it right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I, like, had something um, pulled up about that. Yeah, Ring of Honor currently is announcing that they're taking the first quarter of 2022 off, so they're releasing everyone at the end of the year of their contracts and their contractual agreements. Okay, so there's been an update on that. Ooh. Um, I heard that some people have already been signed to AEW by Tony Khan. Okay, so um, the promotion, like you said, they plan to return uh, for its Super Card of Honor event mm-hmm. in April. Um, but basically, every they have everybody through uh, December 31st because they still have that event in December. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, it's an unfortunate situation, but it's good that they're, like, allowing their wrestlers to immediately, like, work Yeah, they're not holding them to, like, promotions. compete clause yeah. or, well, which I would mean, be rude. And Ring of Honor, actually, like, they don't do that anyway. Like, people in the independent circuit can work in multiple promotions, usually. Oh, yeah. It's, like, that's not really an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, WWE is usually the only place... Yeah, that keeps the door closed. Yeah. 
Sorry. But, no, side, you're good. Side tangent. Continue. But, um, so she started like training in March 27 or 2007 and then later in the year she began to perform on the independent circuit in Jersey under the ring name Miss April. And then she joined uh, Women's Superstars Uncensored the next year in 2008. And she, like, didn't have a whole lot of success at first in singles. And then they teamed her up with uh, Brooke Carter, who is, uh, her real name is Brittany Savage. And they were, um, ended up being tag team champions for a while in um, Women's Uncensored. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, And so that was in 2009. And then she also won their annual um, King and Queen of the Tournament, like King of the Ring Mm -hmm. Tournament, um, alongside the guy who trained her, Jay, a couple months later. But listen to this. So she started training early 2007. In 2009, like May, she left um, Women Superstars Uncensored because she uh, signed with WWE. Oh wow! Right, she's like that's incredible. She's like twenty two, twenty three yeah. at this point. Um, so she ended up. So she paid like she paid to attend a tryout, and she got signed to a contract like immediately. Like, isn't that crazy? I mean, it's crazy. She had to pay for a tryout. She had to pay fifteen hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. to attend a WWE tryout camp. Isn't that fucking insane? That's bananas. Yeah. Like, they shouldn't... That's stealing money. Right. Like, what if you don't make it? Then you're just, like, out 15... Wow. Yeah. Wow. But she ended up getting a contract, um, and they took her to FCW, so Florida Championship, Mm -hmm. the developmental territory, and she debuted under the ring name April Lee in July at a house show. And then, like, right there, like, right after that, they changed it to AJ Lee. So okay. she really wasn't a she really wasn't April like April Lee for very long. She's mm-hmm. always kind of been AJ. Um and then in 2010, she defeated Serena Deeb. Wait, that's so cool. She was just wrestling last night to win the Queen of FCW title. Yeah. Or not um, last night, Wednesday night. But still. Yeah. But we watched it last night today so whatever i I have no concept of time one day i'll get it right (laughs) yeah um and then they had a tournament a couple months later um because they were just doing the first ever uh fcw divas championship and she ended up getting eliminated from the tournament aj was and so the winner of that tournament um was uh like that her uh, aj and uh the winner who ended up being naomi knight the Naomi, yes. Wow! She was the first ever FCW Diva, cha- Diva champion, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but they started became getting into a feud, and that's when AJ turned heel. Um, and then she ended up losing her title to Rosa Mendez. Like, they weren't, like, all these women from, like, that era, just they all worked together. They all kind of were brought up together. And it's kind of cool seeing that, like, Naomi's got to work with, like, all these people that... It's great. Oh, yeah. Naomi worked with, like, a bunch of people when she was coming up. Like, it's wild. Oh, yeah. You forget how long she's, like, worked with the company. For real. Like, in 2010, I I was, like, a freshman in high school. Covered that way back in the... 
in your wow? In the way back days of the one of those episodes? <laughs> the, the before times. <laughs> the yesteryears. But um, she ended up losing the FCW title, AJ did, to Rosa Mendez. But then... Um, the next month, she defeated Naomi for the Divas Championship, and that made AJ the first women to win both titles available to the female wrestlers. That's she was the so first cool. girl to do it. Um, and then she ended up holding that title until April 2011, and she lost it to Oksana, who I can't really find a whole lot. She was in FCW, and then she kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. But um, that around that time is when NXT was like beginning to start around and they took AJ Lee and put her in the third season of NXT. And wasn't that the all women season? Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she ended up getting like she uh she she made it all the way to third place. Mm-hmm. So, she made it pretty far, which was great. Um Caitlyn, the girl who ended up winning, um like, I was like Caitlyn, Naomi, and then AJ Lee, mm-hmm. which is interesting because this makes me sound bad. I've never fucking heard of Caitlyn. Well, here's the thing: like, she's come up in a couple of our wows, but like, I mean, we haven't really. I don't recall seeing her ever. Yeah. We need maybe we'll do. She's on the list of one of the women that we need to do. I guess. <laughs> but um. In November twenty or May twenty eleven, she was called up to the main roster, and they put her and Caitlyn in a tag team, and they were called the Chick Busters. But the their group's mentor was Natty. Yeah. And they feuded with um, Alicia Fox, Tamina, and Rosa Mendez for a couple months, and then. Um, <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> the part of the wow where I hate myself. There's a few of these in this one. Yeah, I figured there would be. Um, so they started, uh, it was on NXT Redemption, whatever the fuck that was. Um, they started writing her as, like, Hornswoggle's girlfriend. Yeah, right. Um, And then, so that was in NXT, and then on SmackDown, Natty attacked her. (laughs) And then, um, then they formed, you know, that's when she formed the Divas of Doom with Beth. I love it. And then AJ and Caitlyn kept losing to, like, the Divas of Doom for obvious reasons. (laughs) But then, in November uh, 2011, that's when... They put her in an on-screen romance with Daniel Bryan. Woohoo! Yeah, so, which I kind of hate this. I'm going to be real. I hate these on-screen, like, bullshit romances where it's, like... Kayfabe romances. Clearly, like, these people are married or, like, in relationships with somebody else. So, do you have the same feeling about Index? I mean, it's cute, but it's also one of those I would feel incredibly weird... Like, if it's, like, that's my partner, what? I mean, on the other hand, if you look at it as, I'm an actor, I this am is an acting. Act. I get it. But it's also one of those that's just, like... God, is it necessary? Is it necessary? I mean, it's wrestling. 
do we have to do this? Like, I, mean, I just want to see some fucking wrestling. I just love the fact. I like. I love the thought that men watch wrestling for the romance storylines. I hope that's what some I like to do. think. I hope. They I think do. they say it's for us, but it's really for them. <laughs> it's They're really like, what if they kissed? Yeah. <gasps> But this was when um, he had had he had gotten the world heavy ch- weight championship and started like kind of being heel, like mm-hmm. kind of doing heel shit. Um, and so I hate this line. Despite AJ's declaration of love for Brian, uh, he pretty much was like, "I'm not gonna say I love you." And then in a match, um, when he was like defending his title, she accidentally got struck by Kayfabe. Uh, by Big Show and carried off on a stretcher. And, like, it seems like she was taking a lot of bumps. And, like, then, like, she also prevented him from being attacked by Big Show. And then he started being, like, kind of shitty towards her, being, like, kayfabe, obviously. Verbally, like, rude. And she still stood by him for no reason. And then, April 1st, we come to WrestleMania 28. And she goes over to Brian and he has a match with Sheamus. Oh my god. Can I? And she goes to give him a good luck kiss. Yep. And he was defeated in 18 seconds. (laughs) And of course he blames her for it and it ended their relationship and she tried to make it work Mm -hmm. and then um, he like spurned her and then as a result, which I don't understand, like, they were just trying to make her feel better. She attacked Natty and Caitlyn, and then that's when they started, like, transitioning her character into, like, kind of, like, a crazy, like, yeah, mentally that's... unstable kind of person. Which was... Uh, I didn't... That was the one part that I didn't like about the yeah. WrestleMania storyline was, like, the aftermath of it all. I was just like, mm, yeah, we could have handled all of that a little better. A lot better. But then, so, then she was like, okay, fuck Daniel Bryan. I'm going to go over here and, like, flirt with CM Punk. And then maybe a little bit with Kane. And um, they, they ended up, she interfered in a triple threat match between all of them, um, which led to uh, Punk retaining the title because she distracted Kane, which I'm like, I don't know. It, I'd hope she wasn't like, uh, but, like, who knows? Dude. Um, but then she was announced as the special guest referee for Daniel Bryan and CM Punk's match at uh, Money in the Bank. I just had a thought. Go for it. There's an alternate universe where AJ Lee really fell in love with Kane and they got married instead of her and CM Punk. He wishes. <laughs> he fucking wishes. But. Sorry. But. Like, Brian was, like, trying to get her back, and she was like, no, I'm with Punk now. Um, and then, uh, like, I guess, like, Punk was, like, not showing any interest. And so, um, it, because she was, so on an episode of Raw, she was, like, upset that he wasn't paying attention to her. So she pushed uh, him and Daniel Bryant through, like, a table. <laughs> After they made amends, she proposed, but Brian countered... She proposed to Punk, Mm -hmm. and then Brian proposed to AJ. Punk said no, and then she, like, slapped both of them. Wow. (laughs) And it was like, the drama! (laughs) The drama of it all. That's real wrestling, man. (laughs) Yeah. 
And then um, at Money in the Bank, when she was the referee, Punk beat Brian, obviously. And it was, um, like... <laughs> and then Brian proposed to her, like, the next night. And she was like, sure. And I'm like, what? It's like, didn't you just... Well, the next night was the thousandth episode of Raw, so they were just leading it up to it. Mm. But, um, so they were gonna have an exchange of vows, and she announced that she was, uh, actually gonna take the job of Raw GM that Vince offered her, and left Brian at the altar! I love that so much. Um, and then she began having, like, an authority role. Obviously, because she's the GM. And she alleged that Brian only wanted... Uh, the legal leverage of being like her kayfabe husband to have her committed and to go like under a psych eval yeah like we are going full into this fucking story um so then she got revenge about saying pretty much being like well if you guys are gonna be dicks to me I'm gonna keep booking you two against each other and you have no say about it like, she just booked Daniel Bryan and CM Punk against each other um, and, like, denying their requests and just, like, doing shit. Like, like fuck She's like, I'm gonna, book, I'm gonna book you like this. And then she ended up uh, getting in, like, altercations with uh, Vicky and with uh, Vicky Guerrero and Paul Heyman, and she ended up, like, attacking them both. <laughs> and then she was reprimanded by the board of directors, and so then they took those two ended up taking the raw GM position mm-hmm. and demoted her. But that's when she got into a storyline with John Cena. Okay. Um, Vicky alleged that they had had an affair. <laughs> oh my god! Because this night with Vicky was with John Cena too. I love Vicky so much. Um. Cena, you know, they they denied it and eventually formed a friendship, but then, like, um, like, that's when she started, uh, turning, that's when she turned heel and pushed Cena off a ladder and, like, was like, hey, Dolph Ziggler, Mm -hmm. like, and joined them and Biggie Langston, um, and that's when, uh, that's when she turned heel and, um, like, Biggie attacked John Cena and she was like, you broke my heart. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. I love Vicky. <laughs> yeah, and then we, uh, then they started, like, uh, bringing back the Daniel Bryan feud with her. And so it was her and Big E. And um, they helped uh, Dolph win over, like, Team Hell No. Because that's when Team Hell No was, like, doing its thing. Uh, but sadly, they lost uh, to them in a tag team championship at WrestleMania. Even though she interfered, like, they still lost. Yeah. And then um, the next night, that's when Dolph had money in the bank. Ooh. And that's when he uh, cashed in and got the championship from a piece of shit named Amanda Del Rio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then in 2013, she started, like, actually competing more with women instead of just being a fucking manager mm-hmm. and she won a battle royal and she became the number one contender for the divas championship which was held by caitlin um and then <laughs> listen to this petty shit um so in the storyline caitlin started receiving like gifts from a secret admirer and 
it, it turned obviously turned out to be AJ, but she made it set up to think that it was Big E, and I would be so disappointed if somebody catfished me, and they're using Big E, and I'd be like, I love him. I know, I'd be like, oh, I'm so excited, this big, beautiful man loves me, and it's yeah. just AJ Lee. I mean, not just. Yeah, but she did it to just, like, get in her head, and just, like, fuck with her, and then at Payback, AJ defeated her. To be to capture her first ever Divas Championship. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of interesting. So she came, She continued to make fun of Caitlyn even after she took her title, which I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they had a rematch at Money in the Bank, um, and AJ won, but Z- uh, it caused uh, Dolph to lose his own rematch because she ended up uh, hitting... Um, like, Nelmio with her belt and getting, like, everything DQ'd. Ah. Yeah. And then that's when Dolph was like, we're over! And so she enacted and uh, used Big E and was like, go fuck up Ziggler's match. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But, um, they ended up, AJ and uh, Big E Nixon had a mixed tag team match at SummerSlam that year. With Caitlyn and Ziggler, which they uh, AJ and uh, Langston lost sadly, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, this that is was when, when Dolph was really big. Yeah, right. That was when he was on like on top of the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like, who'd have thought? I miss those days. We can go back and rewatch those days. I love those days. But um, this is also when like Total Divas was happening. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she devoured AJ vowed that she was going to defeat every member of the cast and so she hired Tamina to be like her bodyguard mm-hmm. and she stayed there for like the rest of the year and she defended her championship against Brie Bella Naomi Natalia all three at a night of champions she beat Brie Bella at Battleground and at Hell in a Cell Natalia at TLC she captained the team at Survivor Series um which like her team ended up losing but she was the captain for it but like this whole time uh she just like was defending her title and she ended up becoming the longest reigning divas champion of all time um she also kept her rivalry with vicky guerrero going (laughs) which ended up starting the 14 women match at wrestlemania 30 because vicky was pissed off at her yeah and so she was like all right you're going to defend your thing against 14 other women. Um, and she won, marking the first time the championship had been contested uh, at a big pay-per-view. So, like, like a big, big pay-per-view. Like, it like had never been. Divas had, the Divas Championship had never been at, like, WrestleMania before. Um, but then, the next night on Raw, some bitch named Paige shows up. Yeah, buddy! Um, and an impromptu, it was her debut, an impromptu title match, and she defeated her, and it ended her record reign at 295 days. And that's when Paige, like, became Paige Dose Straps, right? Because didn't she have the NXT She had the NXT title, but I think they, I, I can't remember um, 100%, but they made her drop, drop it. it. Drop it. So she really wasn't for much longer than, like, probably a couple days. Still, still counts. Still counts. But then, that was in April, and then AJ took a couple months off. Mm-hmm. Like, they, she asked for time off. So that's why they dro- let her drop the title. Um, and so they came back uh, 
she came back as a face because she was healed that whole last time, mm-hmm. obviously with the bodyguard and just like fighting everyone. Um, and she challenged Paige to an impromptu match and just regained her title like that. So she was like, thanks for holding on to it, bitch. Thanks like, for keeping my seat warm. Literally. <laughs> um, and so then they started between, pretending to be best friends as in like, yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> um, but they ended up starting like, at- like just like unprovoking, like attacking each other. Um, she retained it at Battleground, but then at SummerSlam, she lost it to Paige. But, um, that's when, like, Stephanie McMahon was like, here, have fun with the Bella Twins. And, like, it was a fucking, uh, triple threat, uh, match at Night of Champions. It was her and Nikki and Brie. Dang. (laughs) Right? Um, and, um, I believe Nikki had the title at that point. Mm -hmm. Because it didn't, because Paige didn't have it anymore, but um, it became she won and she became a record tying three time Divas Championship. Yeah. Um, but uh, her feud against Paige ended up at ended at Hell in a Cell, uh, where she won, mm-hmm. which was great. But then um, <laughs> Brie became like Nikki's personal assistant. Yeah. And all that bullshit went on. And, um, because Brie distracted AJ, that's when Nikki, or that's when, uh, AJ lost the championship to Nikki. Um, and that's honestly when AJ's health problems started getting kind of bad. She has really bad neck injuries. Mm -hmm. And at this point she was 28 and, uh, she had a a rematch at TLC, and it ended up being her last WWE match. Oh shit! Unbeknownst to anyone at that moment. Because what happened? So no, she had the TLC match. She lost. It was fine. She oh, she hurt, just like had contracted like quietly. She had to take time off because of the injury, and when, um, and that was also during a big part. Of like, um, when CM Punk was really beefing with WWE as a company, mm-hmm. and he dropped the pipe bomb, you know, promo. That whole thing was coming around, and it didn't help that that later, a couple months later, AJ criticized the treatment of WWE female wrestlers by the own company, talking about how they didn't get. You know, as much money as the men did, their screen time, you know, wasn't as good despite having, you know, record-selling merchandise, top-rated segments. Um, Which is all true. Yeah. And she addressed Stephanie, like, specifically. And I guess, you know, at that moment, like, Vince and Stephanie publicly acknowledged and, you know, were like, we'll fix it, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it ever really happened, but who's One of these to say? Days, I'm going to go on a rant about Stephanie McMahon being, like, stereotypical, like, girl boss gatekeep bullshit. Yeah. But, um, so then AJ came back on Raw. She saved Paige from being attacked. Um, and it's one of those, she was cleared a little bit to wrestle, but it was one of those, it's like, it's starting to, like, obviously, a toll has not been much taken. longer. 
Um, so they uh, defeated her and Paige defeated the Bella Twins at WrestleMania 29. Um, and so the next night at Raw, it was a six woman tag team match, and that officially is her last fight in WWE because she the WWE had to announce her retirement um, four days later. Jesus. And she wrote a book about it, and she has like apparently. Um, really bad cervical spine issues to the point where, like, she can't wrestle. Like, it's, like, her body will break. Yeah. Um, but she also said um, she felt really caught in the middle when, like, CM Punk was doing, having all the shit with WWE, and then she was, it's one of those, she was like, I'm kind of doing okay, but I also, like, have these issues. But she also wanted to support, you know, her husband, and she said she only continued to wrestle there for as long as she could. And so in 20, you know, in 2015, she literally stepped away from the ring. And until this month, there has been no new AJ Lee news. Mm -hmm. But um, she is um, signed on as an executive producer of wow women of wrestling yeah i sent you that on twitter and i was like wow i can't wow wow do we need to change our no wrestler of the week wow 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 woman of the week yeah if anything we'll add two w's yeah because there's so many w's in the name wow woman wrestler of the week wow 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 but um, we'll she'll also be doing uh, commentary because they're going to have a weekly program starting next year. Like That's late so next fucking year. Cool. So she'll be doing commentary. But um, outside of the ring, she published a memoir about um, like everything going on, uh, you know, with growing up the way she did, with wrestling. Um, and it came out a few years ago, it was like 2017. And then she's also worked on, like, she's been working on, like, comic books. She's written, like, Dungeons and Dragons stuff. She wrote, a, like, a wrestling kind of comic book. Um, and she wrote a Wonder Woman comic book. Like, she's doing all this, like, nerdy stuff. And um, the kind of cool part is that she's a huge mental health awareness advocate and an animal advocate. So she donates, she's like an ambassador for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Like she does, she's gotten like cultural outreach awards, which is great. Um, but so she was actually portrayed in the movie Fighting With My Family, which is the Florence yeah. Pugh movie of like the story of Paige. And you will never guess who played A.J. Lee in this movie. Who? Who? None other than your queen of the ring. No way. Selena Vega. That's so fucking wild. Yeah. How bananas is that? Right? That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. um, Imagine being 28 and like you retire. She retired at age 28 from wrestling. Dude, that. Fuck, I'd be retired already. Like, imagine that. Bless you. Thank you. But, like, she didn't get to wrestle very long. She really only wrestled professionally for, like... What, mm, like seven years? So, she was signed with FCW in 2000... Or, like, she started training in 2007. And then she signed with W... 
like SU. And then she retired in 2015, and she only signed with WWE in 2011. Think about that. Think about that short fucking career. Four years. And meanwhile, most of the time, she was like a manager for half of it. Mm -hmm. So she really only wrestled two years. If you think about it. Wow. Like, she was wrestling as a manager. That's ideal, though. Right? I mean, like, yeah, but even then her body gave out. Yeah, like, that's not, that's, that part isn't ideal, but like. But yeah. In theory, you want to get out before you. Isn't that crazy out. though? That's wild. To me. Yeah, because she's only thirty-four now, but she's like, done. Wow, I wish I was retired. Yeah, I wish I was retired and at this married point, to I'd be punk. happy if I was dating a chiropractor who'd be willing to just yank on my left leg a little bit. Just a little bit. So if uh, hello, if any of you are out there, <laughs> just just need to pop my hip. <laughs> <laughs> That's AJ Lee. Wow! Dude, I'm so glad that one of us finally did her. I know, right? Like, wow. That wow. was incredible. She's I know. Especially since she, like, so works with, like, some of your favorites, like Dolph, and our favorites, mm-hmm. like Biggie. Like Dolph, Biggie. She worked with Natty for a little bit. She worked with Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, Kane, like- Chick Magnet Punk, her <laughs> husband. Wow. I'm just... Oh, I, so it makes great. me laugh when, like, he, so right after CM Punk came back, he, like, look, that night, he, like, looked into the camera and was like, you know, to my wife, April, I oh, love you, yeah. and she tweeted, she's like, why did he use my government name? Wait, I didn't expect to hear my government name on national television. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow! And then meanwhile, us learning today that his name is Phil. <laughs> That's my grandpa's name. Ew. I have a mechanic shirt that says Phil. Oh, yeah, you do. It's pretty cool. Don't say, don't say ew. Philip Delano is a bitchin' name. <laughs> yeah. Philip Delano, reader. And then the other one that I never met was... Wait. <laughs> it's either... I think it's James Malcolm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because he went by both James and Malcolm, so I don't know the order. Mm. But nice. he's a Marine, so fuck him. Anyway, wow, AJ! Wow. <laughs> yeah, AJ Lee, wow! No, that's great, bud. I yeah. love that. But now I'm ready for your rant. <sighs> yeah, let me hit this real quick. Okay, listen. <laughs> okay, listen. So, initially, I was going to rant about the... The dealing with the women's NXT championship. Yes. And how... I mentioned this earlier. On our previous episode, I mentioned that Mandy Rose didn't have the championship title to her name. Well. Previously on the High Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> NXT decided to prove me wrong real quick. Oh, girl. Like, I before we that. even aired the episode... So, uh, congratulations to Mandy Rose. She is now women's NXT champion. I can't believe they had Raquel drop the title there. That's what my rant was initially going to be. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, why am I mad at a wrestling program for doing its job? Getting heat. It's getting real heat. Because, I mean, on one hand, because I think about it sometimes. 
that AEW does something, and I'll love it. And WWE will try and turn around and do something, or, like, they'll do something similar, and I'll hate it. I'm like, why is it... Why is it one thing is great? Like, MJF's cheap heat, I love. Oh, my God. His shit cracks me up. Like, I cannot wait for him to roast Kansas City. Oh, my God. It was such... A hard heat. What? I, well, I'm afraid about what he might say about Kansas City. I'm excited. I'm gonna have popcorn. Yo, I feel like he might bring something up. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I don't think he's gonna bring that up. Come on, they're on good terms with the with the family now. They don't want to cheap heat. That's like. Lose your job heat to me, but <laughs> I don't know, bud. I mean, it's if not Tony like it's said it was the, okay. It's not in the same arena. True, but you know. Opposite side of town. He'd probably say, well, like, at least I'm not at Kemper. Something, yeah. But anyway, I'm excited. But uh, where was I going with this? You were Oh, yeah. But no, I just. It bugs me that. There are incredible women on the roster, like Raquel, that aren't being utilized. But now I'm like, I had this rant before I knew that she had a dark match last night on SmackDown. So I'm like, okay, she dropped the title. So hopefully God, like, whatever is out there in the universe, hopefully she's moving up to the main roster. But then again, lather, rinse, repeat, concern that, like, what if the same thing happens to her that happened to Tony Storm? They bungle her her rise up or even Rhea Ripley they didn't handle her very well yeah and now we haven't seen her in forever yeah like they're doing nothing with the tag team titles right now because there's do they can't with do them. anything with them because there's no established tag teams yeah and you know how I feel about just like throwing two wrestlers together to form a tag team yeah, like boo. sometimes I get it like when they did that with Dolphin Bobby it was because I mean you need to be on television in some way, and so yeah. you you work with what you're given. But I don't know. I'm just. I guess my rant is that I'm tired of Vince just fucking up his product. I was talking. But that's so, my rant every week. But I, okay, so to touch on this, I was talking to WWE boy about this, and I said my fear because we were talking about like so in the AEW. John Moxley match, there was like a clear blade yeah. incident. Like obviously, like number ten literally got like I think like a, a whole pot pushed into his forehead. Mm-hmm. Which like he needed to get medical attention. But it's one of those it's like we were saying, I hope I hope w- AEW doesn't get too cocky for its own good at this point because it has every reason to succeed but arrogance could really sink arrogance could sink it well we were talking about this the cm poppy fish match Mm -hmm. that was a sloppy finish you know how i feel okay you go you guys know that we joke about me with like three counts Saying we that was a slow count, we that was a fast back. count. He pushed up. I, on I three. made I made her rewind. I said, Emily, that was not a good finish. I, and it's one of those. I was looking at it. I was like, it didn't look like a. It, and they it looked try, like he he pushed out. Like and they tried to play it off on commentary 
And I'm like, y'all did not do a very good job. No. And they knew better than to do a replay. They didn't do a replay. No, because they knew if they did, it, they would be in fucking trouble. But Because Bobby kicked out of that. He pushed out of that. But I'm, yeah. Hmm. But I was talking about how... But AEW has sloppy moments. They've had sloppy moments in the past. Like the exploding barbed wire. Granted, that wasn't all them. Or no. the Jericho MJF thing with the cage fall bump whatever that was yeah but um i said my fear is that aew is getting in their own head and they need to stop it just have good product and literally that's all you need to do at this point like wwe is already shooting themselves in the face a lot of the time with the way they're booking with the way they're treating with the way they're releasing and just with like overall, granted, you know, we're trying to go into the draft, new new season, new me, like blah blah blah. But it is hard. New roster, who dis? But you know, even he said, it's that simple. Like they're on the cusp of something great and can only fuck it up by getting too cute. I just wish that they could just ignore each other for five minutes. Five just, just, just minutes! Igno- just ignore the other product and focus on your own product. Get your shit together. And then you know what? There wouldn't need to be a which product is better. Then we would have two great product, like, two great promotions to watch. The end goal should just be... Five nights of an incredible wrestling a week. Yeah. The end goal should just... I've seen this. People talk about the end goal should just be have as many people as you can watch wrestling. Doesn't matter what the product. But it is starting to get into a war again. Well, here's the thing. And last, was it last week when you told me, I think you were trying to tell me that they were getting into a war by telling me like their numbers when there was like the 30 minute overlap. Because that it was like basically the exact same thing. But here's the thing. I'm like, that's a good thing. That both shows had the exact same number of people at the exact same time. That means so many people were watching some form of professional wrestling. That is a huge win for everybody. Fuck who was watching what. We were all watching wrestling for 30 fucking minutes. That is huge. It's great, but it is one of those, it's like they're starting to, they're starting to, both companies are, they're starting to like get in each other's head. Because all they want to do is talk about like the demos and like the numbers. And it's like, how about we talk about better booking? How about we talk about treating our wrestlers better? How about we talk about like, doing something entertaining i don't give a fuck about the demos i would say honestly like wwe has put on some really shit matches and i saw like five star matches pretty much across the board in a place where they hold proms in chicago Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter all i want is good product it doesn't i don't give a damn yeah i just want to watch good wrestling i just want to watch some fucking wrestling hold on a second i got there was a wrestler somewhere last night. Let me see. I like so many tweets. That's my problem. I feel that. I'm like, I'm not a lurker on Twitter. I still say stupid shit. But. Oh, yeah. I forgot to bring up the Cesaro versus Volter. <laughs> That'll be great. Oh, I want to watch the shit out of that. That'll be great. Oh, it's going to be so fucking incredible. Because there was a wrestler who said something. 
I'm not going to be able to find it. Maybe I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It'd be like that. God damn it. Oh, well. Never mind. Ignore me. Oh, Bray Wyatt's trending. Yeah. Ever, so is like, Wyndham. Oh, look at him. He's trending twice. I know. Good for you. Good for you. I, I think he's just trending because people are just like anticipating. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, waiting. What is he going to do next? Ooh, I have a message. Ooh. It's from me. It's from you. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm about to say we're gonna see AW on Wednesday. It's gonna have a great time. Uh, I guess it's gonna be like it's gonna be so intense. It's gonna be intense. We don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know what's gonna happen with Wyndham. Like it, it's it's gonna mean, be a very interesting it's gonna couple be weeks. A, it's it's just a, a continuous year of wondering what he's gonna do next and i wish Which, him nothing but the best i'm excited for him i saw a tweet it was like it was talking about like only like imagine like having somebody have such captivating storytelling that everyone over analyzes everything because you make it seem like everything means something yeah it's like imagine it makes like everything seem important. Everything is important, and it's just one of those. It's like it's great storytelling. So whether he wrestles, whether he goes to Hollywood, I'm ex- I mean I'm just incredibly excited. The the worst like ninety days are over. Like mm-hmm. here we it's go. Like, now like let's fucking do it. It's all up from it. here. It's all up. We're all like, running let's up do that it. hill. We're, we're all making that deal with God. You know uh, what I mean? You know we're all letting him in. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> But um, thank you to listening. Um, we uh, surprisingly have a lot of international listeners. Yeah. As of recently, like Australia. Thank you. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. If I ever do a voice that is offensive, please let me know, and I will try to stop. I just, I just do voices. You really do, but it's okay. I'm sorry, guys. But. Thanks for listening to the High Heels Podcast. Yeah, follow us um, on Twitter, Instagram. At High Heels Pod. Um, um, if you listen to us on iTunes, which I don't know how many of you do, but if you do, give us that five stars! Oh, Jesus. Don't you breaks the fucking mic. <laughs> no, um, just uh, give us that five star rating. Leave a little review. I don't care what you say. Just Download it. That helps, yeah. yeah share it. Share Tell it. your friends about it. Tell anyone you know who likes wrestling. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, anything helps. We also, we have a lot of female. Like, our audience is majority female. So, like, hell yeah, ladies, let's yeah. fucking do this. Like, be a bad bitch. Be yeah. that bitch. Let's. I almost said, let's run up that hill again. Let's run up that let's hill. Let's run up that hill. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, God but, damn it. But no. Um. Uh. No, um, I always say this. Interact with us. I say that mean. I mean that through like our high heels pod uh, social. Me. But no, like if you want us to talk about a certain like wrestling era slash pay per view slash wrestler, if you have a wow suggestion, yeah. If you have any questions, yeah. Wanna... We're thinking about having like maybe like a friend on the podcast, like another lady, yeah, and introducing to wrestling. So like maybe there'll be another voice. We'll see. Like, we'll you know, see. things are happening. Scheduling. Wheels are turning. You know, the big wheel in the sky keeps on turning. So. On that journey, fucking no. <laughs> we're going to leave. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.